And now, Jalen and Jacoby. Where the fuck is Trump? Head to dead. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, gotta give us what we need. Worry about my posse getting jumped. Cause if we ever do, yo TV pop the trunk. Cause we make a pop the trunk and hit the switch. Now act stupid, I'll pop the trunk. <laughs> give me a I'm really enthusiastic to talk about sports, politics, and entertainment. Please run the intro again, Rich. What are you doing? And now, Jalen and Jacoby. Where the posse trunk? Head to dead. Yeah, Uncle Chuck. Gotta give us what we need. Rest in peace, Bree. Rest in peace, Pimp C. Reggie Noble. He is Jalen Anthony Rose. What up, dog? I'm David Jacoby. And on the cool check-in. Center stage on the mic. And we're putting it on wax. It's the new style. We're Jalen and Jacoby. What do we do? We kill the people. But they won't. So much to discuss today. The NBA schedule is out. Antonio Brown back at camp wearing the new helmet. And, of course, the latest with Dak and Zeke and everything. But, Jalen, we start with the drama in the National Football League. We start in wine country where Antonio Brown... Didn't want to wear the new helmets. He wanted to wear the old helmets. He spent two hours on the phone with an arbitrator. And after that conversation, this is what he put on social media. He said, while I disagree with the arbitrator's decision, I am working on getting back to full health and looking forward to rejoining my teammates on the field. I'm excited about this season. Appreciate all the concerns about my feet. Jalen, first it was the feet that he froze in a cryo chamber. Then it was the old helmet that he wanted to wear. Not wearing the new helmet said he would retire. If he had to wear the old helmet. <laughs> now he's going to rejoin his teammates in Napa and actually play on the field. Is all of this drama around Antonio Brown, before we've even played a snap of the season, a concern for the Raiders? It's a concern for the Raiders, but you'll live with it based on the level of productivity you anticipate getting from one of the most elite receivers that the game is seeing statistically in a really long time. Mm-hmm. Now, for Antonio Brown and John Gruden, they both need this marriage to work. Oh, yeah. John Gruden, however, gets paid more total dollars contractually than Antonio Brown. When Khalil Mack does not get paid, now all of a sudden it's like, I need this to work. We didn't believe Antonio Brown was going to walk away from 30 million American dollars because of a helmet. However, for the Raiders, do you have some level of buyer's remorse when you see that there's going to be some yes maintenance yes. that comes with Antonio yes, Brown? Yes, you do. Well, welcome to the world of diva wide receivers. But there are wide receivers out there that aren't like this. Correct. I would rather have one of those. And there are those that you know are like this. It starts with the feet. He has not changed. Goes to the helmet. Well, think about it like It's going to be something else next week. But think about this. Wait till they, wait till they start two and four. You think right. Antonio Brown's going to be like, you know what? Just looking to get you know, better for I, next I week. I just saw a visual. I just saw a visual. You, you saw a vision? Yes. Antonio Brown on the sideline slams his helmet. He's upset at the offense. He, oh, you, you think that could happen? Yes. What do you think? Wait a second. Wait, I saw a vision as well. He's, he's yelling at Derek He's Carr. yelling at John Gruden too. Yeah. 
He's he, upset with the play call. He is upset. He's not happy. Yeah. Offensive coordinator yeah. Yeah. yelling at him too. And, and, and so you know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. And so can he and Carr gain the level of trust in one another to have a big time season? Because remember, he hasn't caught a touchdown pass from anyone in the league except Big Ben. This is going to be a new experiment for him. Mm-hmm. He ain't going to have Juju on the other side. Won't have Le'Veon in the backfield. And so I'm eager to see as a performer the type of numbers he's going to be putting up. As a guy that used to be like first as you ranked in fantasy when you talked about receivers. Sure, he was top right three. Right now no he's how seventh, you slice it. Yeah. Ranked seventh. So it's going to be interesting to see. It, it just feels to me like this is not worth it. But do you know what it is? I'm so excited for Hard Knocks. <laughs> I can't wait for Hard Knocks. Hard knock this is life. making Hard Knocks so good. I feel like HBO executives are like, all right, pretend you're not going to play. <laughs> pretend, pretend you're not going to play. Pretend the handle's a problem. All right, go into that crowd chamber. Don't wear socks. Don't wear socks. This is all HBO executives making this happen. And there's not just drama in Napa. There's always drama around the Cowboys. And I love always. John Gruden. I'm always drama for the Raiders this Always year. drama around the Cowboys. Now we've got Ezekiel Elliott holding out, not playing. Dak, I told you. Dak wants a new deal. Amari wants a new deal. If Jerry Jones calls your phone, as I know he does, looking for advice. A lot of people looking for your advice. Yes. How do you prioritize the signing of these three stars? I prioritize the signing of these three stars based on the fact who can I rely on away from the field. Okay. Because when you make this level of investment in a human being, mm-hmm. it doesn't change who you are it makes you more of who you are and for Ezekiel Elliott his decision making away from the field in college and in the NFL in this very short time has not been the best and it has kept him off the field his off field actions have kept him off the field he's been suspended and then you go by the position that they play while people continue to devalue the running back spot he is one of the best backs in the league. If not the best. And then people going to look at Todd Gurley's contract. Then they're going to look at Johnson's contract with the Cardinals. Both bad contracts, mind you. And feel like they should not have gotten those deals. Yes. So now the Dallas Cowboys don't want to be in a situation where they're setting a market for a player that they don't feel like they can trust away from the field and playing a devalued position. But they built the offense around him. Mm-hmm. That's the problem that they face. Dak plays the quarterback spot. Okay. Now, if you feel like you have somebody that's going to be your starter for the next 10 years, you got to take care of them. Sure. And Dak has Do shown they feel me that way, though? That this clearly seems like they may not feel that way because you got to get out the checkbook to take care of them. And these rumors of him, in my opinion, turning down an average of $30 million per year. Well, these, these are just because rumors. Because he wanted 40. Million dollars. These a year? are just rumors. Unconfirmed. I just have to say this to media and fans alike. Why do you care how much he's gonna get? Like people are like oh, upset. Wait, 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 wait. Is this the same guy that always talks about if you spend too much on your quarterback, this is a salary yes. cap league, and if you tie up too much money at the quarterback position, it, it hurts you as filling out the roster, and then you cannot be successful. That's why fans care how much he makes. Not necessarily yes, pocket watching and hating yes, on sir. him, but saying, look. If I'm a Cowboys fan, maybe I don't want 
40 million, 35 million of my salary cap tied up in Dak Prescott. You know, the uncomfortable part of this conversation is that it only happens in the NFL and the NBA, which happen to be primarily African-American driven sports. So that puts us in position to now count their money. We don't do it in baseball. We don't have to do it in golf. We don't have to do it in tennis. We don't have to do it in NASCAR. But I agree with you. Is a chart, a pie. You only could give so much to everybody to build out mm-hmm. your roster. And the teams that had the sixth or seventh highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL last year were just like us watching the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I agree with that. But here's what I'm going to say that it's going to be a little bit controversial. Oh, no. Already? People are comparing Dak's money and contractual obligations to somebody else they just saw get paid. Carson Wentz. Somebody who didn't play in the NFL, but I watch, I follow, study. Carson Wentz is a more special quarterback. Better. He's better at the position. Than Dak Prescott. So there are reports from Stephen Jones, and he said that they've offered Dak a contract that would put him in about the top five at the position. That in right now number five is I'll is take it. Matt Ryan, and he's making about thirty million. So if Dak calls your phone, people always call your phone looking for advice, myself included. If Dak calls your phone and say, "Look, and they're offering me about thirty million. Should I take that? You Should take I hold it, out? You gotta take it, dog. And never to diminish your personal value in life. Physically, mentally, emotionally, or financially. But the reason why I would say for him to take it is because him taking that number also gives them a chance to keep Amari and keep Zeke. Mm-hmm. And another thing is this is I've seen Dak Prescott the end of last season on fire. Take his team deep in the playoffs. I've also seen another Dak Prescott. And if you start the season with that second Dak Prescott, that $30 million might come off the table. If you were ranking... The best quarterbacks in the NFL, 1 through 32, I would have to say Dak probably falls around 10. 12. Yeah, like that's what we're talking about. So if you get paid as top five, you take it. Moving on. We always say this is that you really want a successful quarterback on their rookie contracts. You can build out the roster the way we're talking about. Big Ben, Russell Westbrook, Russell Wilson. Yep, Russell Westbrook would also be a great quarterback in the NFL, I imagine. But (laughs) we have that. With the Cardinals. The Cardinals have Kyler Murray, number one pick in the draft. They have Cliff Kingsbury, innovative coach. They have the air raid offense. And we have yet to see the full potential of this thus far in the preseason. And Kyler Murray sort of explained. It's not like we're not running, you know, our offense. It's part of it is our offense, but like at the same time, we're not doing, you know, we're not game planning anybody right now. We're just going in there and trying to execute what he calls. But, uh, I have confidence in it. Um, and you know, Obviously, right now, like you said, we're not really giving everybody the full thing, but uh, I think when we get out there, you know, full speed, moving around, it'll be it'll be good. So you got a rookie quarterback mm-hmm. who's running an offense that isn't really the offense, but when it's time to run the offense, we'll run the offense. It's preseason. You took him number one overall. Each snap was out of the shotgun. That's how he played in college. Mm-hmm. And so I think clearly there are going to be new wrinkles. Once the season starts. I'm excited for it. But the defense isn't showing anything either. And if you've noticed, especially with young quarterbacks, to give them confidence, throws outside of the numbers. Don't play it safe. Not over the middle. But those bullets are flying. And those bodies are changing. 
constantly. And you got to make that decision to throw it to the second level. He's not doing that yet. And so I believe he has that ability. I'm excited to see him play. I'm excited to see him be a dual threat. He has a chance to change the game. He got a little Zionish to me. A little bit. Because at his height, based on that alone, he usually would not be allowed to play that position in the NFL. And then all of a sudden, Russell Wilson happened. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield happened. If you're a 5'10 quarterback, you're rooting for Kyler Murray. Correct. If you're, if you're 16, 17 years old and you're 5'10 and you play quarterback and you've got some potential, you are rooting for Kyler Murray. Because we've see. seen many 6'5 quarterbacks who fit the prototype but didn't necessarily live up to the hype. Mm-hmm. I think this young man is the goods. I'm so excited to find out. I got Cardinals games circled. I got Cardinals games circled. I on like the Zion ticket. comparison. You know, it's like There's a, gonna be a lot of storylines mm-hmm. happening in both a lot leagues. of focus on him. But and then, not a team with, a, with playoff expectations, but like a you know, but a, a, a box office draw, we'll call it. Moving on, it's time for some very important news that matters. Staff is so excited about this topic, Jalen Rose. So excited about this topic. Franchise Olive Garden is offering up a very limited number of lifetime passes to the Olive Garden. So basically, for 60 years, you can go to Olive Garden once a day. You get soup, you get breadsticks, you get salad, you get limited pastas, but no lobster. It is eat at Olive Garden, lifetime pass. Are you excited about this offer? This is interesting, and more businesses should do this. this one too. Yeah, more businesses should consider this promotion. There's only 50 of them. And also, you're getting the $400 from the individuals right now. Up front. And you can look up. Like Toys R Us or anything else, and all of a sudden the stores might not be open but all, in 2025 years. Of the 50 people that end up with these passes, I'm gonna say there's at least like 20 of them that are gonna really abuse this. And I shout to them. You ready for this? I've never eaten at Olive Garden. I've only eaten there like three times. Not a big Olive Garden guy. You've never ever, 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 ever once eaten at Olive Garden. You know why? No. You're rich. You've been rich since you were like 20 <laughs> years old. You are rich. You are too rich. Okay. They're not in, they weren't in Detroit in my neighborhood. So let me flip this. Let's take Olive Garden off the table. Okay. What chain restaurant franchise would you want a lifetime pass at? Oh, first off, any of my favorite sushi spots. You don't even eat sushi though. I know. And they're not chain restaurants. I know. I know what your answer is. Chain. Red Lobster. It's Red Lobster. No, it's not. Unlimited Lobster. You, you ready for this? You ready? I, 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 this is going to break some hearts. Don't love lobster from Red Lobster. What? So what chain restaurant do you want a lifetime pass? Uh, Morton's, Roof, Chris. Those aren't. Those are chains. It's more you know than what? one. You know what? Every once in a while, I do this show with you, and it, you just remind me just how it's rich more than you one. are. Just how rich you it's are. It's more than one. I'm thinking about Taco Bell. I'm thinking about Arby's. Oh, oh. I'm thinking about Chick-fil-A. You over here talking about Morton's, Ruth Chris. Yes, those are technically chain restaurants. Yes, you technically answered the, the, the question correctly, but you're the only person watching this show, involved in this program, that's thinking on that right. level. You know, you are so I'm a, rich. I'm a, I'm a, I got two, give me a million I dollars. Two, I got two separate give answers, a, Give me a check for a million dollars right now. Mr. Chow. That's that's the one. That, that, Mr. Chow. 
that's how you relate to the people? That's how you relate to the people? Yes. Mr. Yes. Chow? Well, I would say you know Popeye's, be quiet. but I sold out. It hurt my stomach now. <laughs> and now we will give the people what they want. If you are carrying revolving debt, that means you're not paying off your credit card every month. You could be paying thousands in interest every year that you really don't have to. With Lending Club, you can consolidate your debt and pay off credit cards with one fixed monthly payment. Since 2007, Lending Club has helped millions of people regain control of their finances with affordable, fixed-rate personal loans. No trips to the bank. No high-interest credit cards. Just go to LendingClub.com. Tell them about yourself and how much you want to borrow. Pick the terms that are right for you. And if you're approved, your loan is automatically deposited into your bank account in as little as a few days. Lending Club is the number one peer-to-peer lending platform with over $35 billion in loans issued. Go to LendingClub.com slash J&J. That's LendingClub.com slash J-A-N-D-J. Check your rate in minutes and borrow up to $40,000. That's LendingClub.com slash J-A-N-D-J. All loans made by WebBank member FDIC equal housing lender. Jalen, the NCAA announced they had requirements for those they're looking to represent student athletes testing the draft process. Those requirements were three years of service. Mm-hmm. Um, they had to pass a test. And oh, wait a second, what's this? They needed to have a bachelor's degree <laughs> from a four year program. <laughs> well, Rich Paul famously does not. And he wrote an op ed for the athletic, just basically explaining his position and why this was a bad rule. And you'll never believe this six hours after he published the piece in the athletic. The NCAA cave to public pressure and changed the rule. What do you think about the NCAA changing the Rich Paul rule? I think as tone deaf as that organization can be that literally doesn't seem to have a face over the last hundred years when they make decisions in isolation, finally got something right that they caused. They had to get something wrong to then get it right. Correct. And so... Here's what I want people to understand as somebody that's had a couple of agents. There's a difference between being educated and being intelligent. Just because you have a Mm -hmm. college degree, that doesn't make you smarter than anyone else. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to work harder. It doesn't mean you're going to negotiate better. And ethics and morals. Correct. And it does not mean that you're going to represent your client's best interest. There are people right now still working in sports that had a hand in various people going broke. Still representing people. Yep. Okay? And some of those people have that level of certification that you just described. Now, why are they doing this now? It's the NCAA reacting to player movement and empowerment in the NBA. And they're trying to say, okay, in a couple of years, our players are going to be able to go from high school Mm -hmm. straight to the draft. So how can we now interject ourselves and create a barrier? Now, for those that have not been paying attention, players that test the water are the ones that were at risk for this. Yep. Rich Paul is one of the most accomplished agents in the game. He has all types of players, some that will test the water, but he got lottery picks. He He got guys that when they come out, 
Don't They're forget. They're going to be sure Darius Baisley, there was an intern at New Balance and did not play in college. Correct. The NCAA noticed that. And they're like, oh, wait a second. You take your money. Wait a second. You, you got a little of pocket. You got a little back door that you're trying to sneak in. You got in a little too in? cute. Oh, okay. You got a little too cute. And so here's what I want to say for those who have this elitist attitude. The room has changed. It's gotten more diverse. Players now understand the way that they're going to take their career serious on the floor. They're as disciplined taking it off the floor. And I want to give a couple of guys credit. We're going to talk a lot about LeBron James, and rightfully so. Floyd Mayweather has been at the forefront of this. I remember when he was pretty boy Floyd and was a top-ranked fighter. Mm -hmm. Didn't have the same level of cachet. And didn't make the kind of money he did because he wasn't a villain until he became money Mayweather. And people was like, well, but he's not in there brawling and he's not taking punishment. That's the goal, to still have all of your faculties when you leave the game and still be flirting with a billion. And so for guys like that, they now set the table for a player in the NFL like a Rashawn Gary out of Michigan that says, I want to try to start my own agency. Or Bobby Wagner, who just negotiated a large deal as a running, as, as a, a linebacker for himself in the NFL. How about we talk all offseason about Kawhi Leonard and Uncle Dennis? Okay. Tobias Harris, him and his father negotiated him a $180 million deal. So it has now been a sea change. And a lot of times the good old boy network gets uncomfortable with that. They better get used to it. The most famous father in basketball, LeVar Ball. His son Lonzo did something that you don't like. You don't like it when players get other people tattooed on themselves that aren't in their phone that they don't know they've never met. But in this case, I think you're going to change your tone. I am. Because we got Martin Luther King, Barack Obama, Malcolm X, Rosa Parks, Harriet Tubman, all on his arm in one sleeve. What do you think about this from Lonzo? I think this is an amazing tribute by a young man who I hope this now allows him and others who see those notable people and understand who they are, what they represented, and what they hope to get accomplished as very game-changing agents in our society. Now that has people going to try to research and read up on them. Yep. That's what I hope happens. And you know what else? That's great artwork. It's great artwork. You know one thing I like about that? Low key that no one's talking about is in between the, the faces, in between the portraits are stars and stripes. There's an American flag background. You know what I mean? Because the, the flag represents a lot of different, different people and a lot of different things. And I like that he incorporated it into those people. The marathon continues. I like to see a young man about social and political topics having a pulse and it seems like he's working towards that and I applaud it Jalen Rose new schedule came out for the NBA season and we will get into specifics in a second but one thing that's very noticeable is there are a lot fewer back to back games no 4 out of 5 games and fewer 5 out of 7 games what do you think the impact that will have on the NBA in general Longevity for the players. The There was a time where, regardless of your status on the team, you are usually required to practice before the day of a game, 
and or a lot of times the day after a game. And there were certain coaches that made basic shoot-arounds into workouts. Now it's about making sure that you protect the player because you now see them as an investment, understanding the kind of money that you pay them. Mm-hmm. You want them to be as available to you and as healthy as possible for longer. And so not playing as many back-to-backs, four games in five nights, five games in seven days, eight games in 12 days. They just don't do that anymore. These were normal road trips. And you hope in the era of low management, that's going to make your top players still participate in most of the games. But I got news for everybody. You can make it 62 games. Players still going to miss games. Jaylen. You ain't putting that toothpaste back in the tube. I could get paid not to play? Oh, man. And it helps my stats. And, and, and fans and not judging stats? me? No problem. And media not judging me? Jalen, oh. Jalen, oh, it's time for us to be joined by a very special guest. Someone who sees things before the rest of us does. That gentleman is named Rostradamus. Here is Rostradamus. Where did you get all that grade from? We are going to be picking certain games on the schedule, and Rose Tradamus is going to tell us what happens, and we start with, oh, the NBA is really giving people what they want. Opening night in the Staples Center, Lakers, Clippers, in the Battle of Los Angeles, Rose Tradamus. Mm-hmm. What do you see happening in that game? What I see happening in that game is a lot of people who have never been Clipper fans will now be on the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who are Laker fans and feel like they won 16 championships personally going to have their heads up and their chest stick, sticking out. It's going to be a terrific battle of Los Angeles when you have elite-level players on the floor and a LeBron James who haven't played Rose in months. Tradamus, Rose Tradamus, do you see a playoff atmosphere on the opening night? I see a playoff atmosphere, no question, every time. These two teams play this year. It's going to be Thomas. Like Thomas, the next date I want you to focus your vision on is November 27th when the Nets go to Boston mm. and Kyrie Irving plays on the parquet wearing a different uniform. Rose Thomas, how do you think the Boston faithful will react to the return of Kyrie Irving? I think they're going to give him a round of booze. Really? And as I sit here and think about it, that's going to happen in Cleveland, too, when he returns there. And when you're a talented player like he is, that can fuel him also. Mm -hmm. But on the other side, they do have Kimball Walker, an all-star guard. I think both Jays, Tatum and Brown, ascend. But here's my guy that I'm ready to see second year off injury. Gordon Hayward. I want to see it happen for Gordon Hayward, too. You love Gordon Hayward so much. I just want it to happen ball, for man. you. I want it to happen for you. But, Jalen, on that same night, Mr. Rostradamus, November 27th, the same night, Anthony Davis will be mm. playing in the Crescent City. Mm. How do you expect the New Orleans faithful to react to the return of Anthony Very Davis wearing the purple emotional. It's going to be reminiscent of when KD returned to OKC. Mm. People are going to be Googling things and Wikipedia and things about him to try to put on signs. Rich, Rich Paul at the game. Rich Paul will not be at he this game. He might miss this one. He might miss this one. He shouldn't be. No. And so 
for Anthony Davis. He's built for it. He knew when he told the team he wanted to be out what could come with it. And he got his wish in Los Angeles with the Lakers. And they got their wish. The number one overall pick. Zion. So, Rostradamus, just a couple weeks later. This one's a little bit different. Kawhi Leonard. After winning a championship in Toronto and saying thanks but no thanks to Toronto and going to Los Angeles, returns to Toronto in a Clipper uniform. How do you think the Toronto faithful will react to the return of Kawhi Leonard? With a round of applause. Standing ovation? Standing ovation. Cheering for him every time he gets the ball. How about this? If I was a member of the Toronto Raptors, mm-hmm. here's what I would do. We get video tribute? No. Okay. We've seen guys get video tributes that was questionable. Mm-hmm. The boss move, retire his number that day. Whoa! What? Whoa! He played one season. Only 62 games during that season. What? And we're going to retire his number that day. I will retire his number that day. That's what should so happen. So give him a ring. You come out, give him a ring at center court. Retire his number before the game starts. Yes. Wow. Or a wow. Ha- or a halftime. Oh, you're a better man than I. You retire his number. He's still the guy that said no. So here's what I want you to think about. The Toronto um, Raptors okay. have not been around for 60 years. They've been around for about 25 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. They've never been to the finals. They never won a championship. The greatest players in franchise history. Jalen Rose. While in their uniform. Jalen Rose. Vince Carter. Jalen Rose. DeMar DeRozan. Jalen Rose. Got to give Biggie a shout. Damon Stoudemire. Tracy McGrady was a young player when he was there. Bosh. And Chris Bosh. Okay. So you're going to celebrate those guys as the greatest Raptors of all time. Vince, DeMar, and Bosh. Because of their longevity and their productivity. But Kawhi did something uniquely special. You give him a standing ovation and you retire his oh, I love number when he returns. Roger Thomas predicts the future. continues to predict the future. Three days before Christmas, December 22nd. Paul George in a Clipper uniform returns to Oklahoma City. Only had a couple years in Oklahoma City, but did ask for a trade with three years left on his deal. Does he get booed? Like Kyrie Irving, he's going to be set up this season as a great player that's going to get cereal bulls. It's going to happen in Indiana, too. You think so? Yes. He got traded away from Indiana. He asked to be traded to the Lakers, and they traded him to OKC. Okay? And they got Victor Oladipo in return, who's going to come back from an injury and play at an all-NBA level. Rostradamus. Yes, sir. This one's tricky. This is probably the most complicated one for Rostradamus to predict. A few weeks later, same city, same building in Oklahoma City, Russell Westbrook comes into town wearing a rocket uniform. Now, Russell Westbrook did not ask to be traded. Mm -hmm. Russell Westbrook was traded away. I think he was complicit in it. Mm -hmm. He spent his entire career toiling for the Thunder, committing himself to that city over and over again. How does the crowd respond to the return of Russell Westbrook? You're going to hear the loudest cheers and the most support that I recall seeing from a great player returning to his former team in modern history. I think he deserves that. 
I think he deserves that with everything that he's been through. And it seems like what happened, his, the circumstances around him leaving the Thunder were not necessarily his doing. I think it was more Paul George's doing and then them looking at their roster, look at their team saying, let's reset this whole thing. Let's see what we can get for Russ. I got a conspiracy theory on that. You got a conspiracy theory? Yes. I think they looked at their roster and said, we're paying luxury tax for a team that we don't feel like can win the championship. So basically, they went the opposite way real fast. You trade Paul George in 48 to 72 hours. You trade Russell Westbrook in less than a week. In conference? You going to trade Steven Adams too? They would try. I love Steven Adams so much. I do too. If you are running a small business or even a big business, you need to know your numbers. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. But the problem growing businesses have that keeps them from knowing their numbers is a hodgepodge of different business systems. They have one system for accounting, another for sales, another for inventory, another for human resources, another for payment, and so on. It's a big, inefficient mess, and it's taking up too much time and too many resources, and it hurts your bottom line. Well, guess what? You can fix all of that with NetSuite by Oracle. The business management software that handles every aspect of your business is in an easy-to-use, cloud-based platform, giving you the visibility and control you need to grow your business. With NetSuite, you save time, you save money, and unneeded headaches by managing sales, finance, accounting, orders, HR, instantly, right from your desktop, or even your phone. That's why NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system. And right now, NetSuite is offering you valuable insights with a free guide. The guide's called Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits at netsuite.com slash Jacoby. That is netsuite, N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash Jacoby to download your free guide that gives you the seven key strategies to grow your profits. If you have a small business, or even a medium-sized business, or you're thinking about getting into business, make sure you go to netsuite.com slash Jacoby. That is netsuite.com slash Jacoby. We don't force topics on this program. Never. We talk about Not gonna be able to whatever do it. we want to talk about. And there's one particular segment in which you get to talk about whatever you want to talk about. It's called Keep It Moving. If you want to discuss the topic, you say hit the brakes. I stop the minivan. If you don't, me, you, and Method Man keep it moving. Are you ready, Mr. Rose? Yes, sir. Another player. Dropped out of Team USA. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. There have been a lot of players dropping out of Team USA, and they won't give Carmelo a gig. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. We keep it moving. We keep it moving. Le'Veon Bell sneaked this. Some Steelers coaches. Keep moving or hit the brakes. Le'Veon Bell. I can't wait to see him run footballs and catch them out of the backfield for the Jets. Keep it moving for keep now. Keep it moving again. Can't I love moving it. Up. Jacoby wow. moving. You know we keep it moving up. A rookie for the Cincinnati Reds did something that no one else has ever done. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Rookie, Cincinnati, hit the brakes. Okay. Aristides Aquino has eight home runs in 12 career games. He's a rookie. He's only played in 12 games. He's got eight home runs. What? I would just retire. I'd retire. I would hang him up. What do you think? He been balling. And look at that swing. It reminds me of a right-handed version of a Ken Griffey. No wasted look motion. His teammates can't even believe it. I love it. Do you think he can keep up keep this up? With that swing, I think so. Next. Yankee. Gliber Torres. Owns the Orioles. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. Single player, okay? 
Glyber Torres, second baseman, mind you, has 13 home runs against this single team. <laughs> 13 home runs against one team. If you were the Orioles, would you pitch around them? I like how their coach basically came out, their manager, their skipper, and said they got him looking like a Hall of Famer, so they basically just walked them. He was not happy with it. That's what I would do. I would hit him. I would walk him. I would do something else. You can't. Too many big bats in that lineup. When you were in the NBA, did you own a single team the way Gliber owns the Orioles? Is there one team you just got buckets on? I felt like I got buckets on everybody. You can't name a great player that I played against that I ain't at least have 20. And we putting it on wax. You can't name one. I don't care who it is. Since 1994, you can name anybody. I guarantee you I can pull a game where I had at least 20 when they was on the floor. Bruce Bowen. <laughs> Definitely yes. <laughs> Were they covering you, though? Well, basketball, you you know, know everybody's I'm... out there. Yep. There's been a change for a major fast food chain. My God, Bruce did chain. lock down on Shout D. Out. Major change for a fast food chain. Keep moving or hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. Chick-fil-A has announced that they will officially add mac and cheese to the menu. What? Mm. Are you part of the Chick-fil-A cult? I am. I love their nuggets. See, I'm not part of the Chick-fil-A. I've only had Chick-fil-A once in my life. honey mustard. The podfather took me there once. I've only had it once. Yes. I'm all in on Chick-fil-A. I initially started going because my daughters love it. Mm Mm-hmm. In Georgia, there are many of those before they spread around the world like wildfire. But mac and cheese is personal. See, mac and cheese, I don't want, I don't want fast food mac yeah. and cheese. I want real mac that, and cheese that, made by someone oh, in an man. oven. That, I don't that, want yeah. mac and cheese from a fast that, food That chain. would upset my stomach. Miss me with your Chick-fil-A yes. mac. I don't want microwave Preach. mac and cheese. No, exactly. Mac and cheese is personal. It needs to have love and emotion yes. inside of it, history yes. and ancestry. Yes. yes. That's the mac yes. and cheese that yes. I want to eat. Yes. My mom Ancestry My mom makes the very, My mom My wife makes the very best Mac and cheese that's ever been made We call it crack and cheese That's how good it is Moving on A 16 year old Pennsylvanian In Fortnite Hit the brakes Okay You remember Bugga Booga Who won The Fortnite championship And won 3 million dollars He's 16 years old That's why I know about him So he was playing on Twitch And all of a sudden He got swatted You know what being swatted means When strangers call up The police Fake an emergency and SWAT teams show up at your home. What? No. That happened to him live on Twitch. It's one of the rudest things no. you can do. You're taking away public resources. You, you're endangering, no. endangering society. It's a terrible thing to do. But, Jalen, quick question for you. Imagine you're watching Power, which debuts soon. All of a sudden, slam on the door. SWAT team is there. How do you react? Well, I've noticed just, you know, being a citizen that we found ways to waste resources in this country. Mm-hmm. And so this is another example of that. What I would do if I looked through the peephole and I saw a SWAT team outside of my door, I'll definitely get out the camera phone. No question about it. We need we need this on video, whatever's about to happen. But first thing, you know what you do before that? You would pause power to make sure you didn't miss anything. <laughs> That's what I know you would do first. You'd like, make sure I'm recording well, well, this. Well, I pause this. Well, here's what i do. If I was watching power... Y'all got to wait a minute. <laughs> y'all got to wait a minute. I'll deal with y'all when the commercial come on. Which never. Drake said he had more slaps than the Beatles. What? Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. Drake has
has the is the first solo artist to pass 200 appearances on the Billboard Hot 100. That and is crazy. He has the second most top 10 songs in the history of the Hot 100, passing the Beatles. I'm happy for the homie because in this case, like. We get a chance a lot of times to see athletes grow, mm-hmm. see them play in high school, see them play in college, see them play in the league, see them find. I was able to see that with Drake playing in Toronto and him doing shows in basements of restaurants to now becoming a global icon and an ambassador of the his brand OVO that's now partnered with the NBA and the Raptors. He went in that life. I'll say this. Sometimes you're in barbershop conversations and Drake gets clowned for singing. Is he a rapper? Is he soft? Is he emotional? This or that. There's a scoreboard. Like, there's a score. You could quantify his success. He could just point to the scoreboard. Like, you know the Beatles? Pretty big band? Well, guess what? I got more slaps than the Beatles. So in barbershops, you can clown me all you want. But look at the scoreboard. I got this. Shout out to Drake. I love Drake. When I see a new Drake song is out, I listen to it three times in a row. I love Drake so much. Facts. Shout out. Steph Curry. He's been asked a lot about the departure of Kevin Durant, and here is what he had to say, the latest bite from Steph Curry. At the end of the day, you know, him going to Brooklyn is you know, just trying to make sure he's, he's happy and and and, uh, and and going to a place where he feels like he needs to be. And at the end of the day, you can't, you got to be happy about that for him. The three years we had, and uh, like he said, we'll probably be back here on down the road. Uh, celebrating those like like they did the uh, 74 75 team so it'll be it'll be it'll be cool when that happens huh he tired of that already you could tell it from his voice yeah. like he's he he used to give impassioned like in you know uh thoughtful answers when asked about Kevin Durant now he's like whatever makes him he's happy he's just happy long as he's happy I'm tired of this well yeah. because it was a win win for both sides the Golden State Warriors had won a championship, had won 73 games, but then lost in the finals. Mm-hmm. You add Kevin Durant, you win back-to-back championships while he's the finals MVP. So a player like Steph Curry has pride as the only unanimous MVP in the history of the NBA. And I'm pretty sure without Clay to start the year, he definitely has something to prove. Yeah. They won 73 games without Kevin Durant. They still have that same nucleus, that big three. They're going to be all right. Warriors going to be all right. You know what? The more I think about it, the more I'm convinced myself the Warriors going to be good this year. They are going to be the good. The more I think about it, the more Who I convince like myself the Warriors are going to be good. I don't think they're going to host a playoff game in game one. Let me tell everybody something that ain't paying attention. Willie Cauley-Stein is going to be running, jumping, dumping, dunking, and blocking shots. D'Angelo Russell is going to be getting buckets. They're going to be a good team. Yep. You've got a problem that we need to discuss on the podcast. A major dilemma. Issue. That this is going to dominate our conversations over the next two weeks. This is happens, happens every year right around this time. It does. Jalen Rose is in a very expensive fantasy football league. Very expensive. Kick A-Z-Z is the name of it. We have the best commissioner in fantasy football. His name is Adam Stalker. Shout out. Does great updates and show me the opposite of what happened when we started a Jalen and Jacoby league. Jalen, you got an email. What did that email say? I got an important email. And it featured the draft order. Just got it. Hot off the press. And the JRLA Jaguars select 
first. Blessing and a curse. Blessing and a curse. Going first is a blessing and a curse. Because when you, like last year you went third and you're like, I guess I'm going to end up with Le'Veon. The decision is kind of made for you. But now you're going first and you get that first pick. I bet it's a snake draft. And then you pick, what, like 20th? So that first Go pick. Go to the end of the line. So much. There's so much on that first pick. And here, here's like for everybody that loves fantasy football the way I do. Think about it like this. Everyone's going to initially say, you must take Saquon. Rock Nation fam, been seeing him dominate since he was in college. Fellow Big Tenor. Shout out. Okay, I know he's great. But you know what else I know? In fantasy football, sometimes balance helps performance. Who's going to be his quarterback? Eli Manning? For the first, like, six games, then it's going to be Daniel Jones. Who's a rookie? Yep. Okay. Which, to me, is another reason why you should get Saquon. Okay. Golden Tate is suspended the first couple of games of the year. Another reason you should get Saquon. Um, Sterling Shepard is injured. Another reason you should get Saquon. What about putting nine in the box against Saquon? The defense knows that, too. Yep. Yeah, wheel route. Jet sweep. They get Saquon the ball. He doesn't always. He doesn't, they don't always hand Saquon the ball, but they get him the ball. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so here's the other problem. Well, here's the other thing to consider. He's not going to be on a playoff team. Nope. Which means the last month and a half of the season, they're not going to be giving him 35 touches, and they're going to be behind in most of those games. Listen, you got no one else to get the ball to. You get it to Saquon. So let me give you a couple of different ways to think about this number one pick then. What about Christian McCaffrey? I love Christian McCaffrey. You know why I running, love Christian McCaffrey. You only love him because he's a white running yeah, back. Yeah, right. 100% <laughs> right. Am I going to sit here saying anything else? Own it. Own it. Not only that, he got an Irish last name. Correct. Like, he's not just white. He's McCaffrey. And this is what I want people to pay attention to in this climate where we continue to highlight privilege and those that deny it and those like my brother who own it. I would. Yeah. If it was a white defensive back or running back, favorite player. Easy. Easy. I'd own it. Now, catches out of the backfield and he's going to be around a thousand. He's going to be like a thousand, a thousand. Catching and receiving. Yeah. And touchdowns. I mean, re- and rushing. touchdowns. And getting touchdowns. And they don't want to run Cam as much. Yep. Nope. So he's going to get more in the red zone. So, listen. I got call- one more option no. for you. Okay, quick. Alvin Kamara. Today, 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 he's my winner. That's what I would say. Is I would say Kamara Bartley. So, listen. Call 985-80-Jalen. It's a very important issue for Jalen Rose. Unfortunately with this number one pick thing, every time we go to lunch, every time I'm preparing for the show, we're going to have to talk about this this for the next two weeks. This is all going to dominate my (laughs) conversations with you. But we're going to be off for a while because of the World Series. So hopefully I won't have to see your face You do know if I win my fantasy league I get $50,000. That's a lot of money. That's not legal. That's not legal. You tell that to the IRS? No. No. You don't tell it to the IRS? No. You're just breaking laws? Yes. Oh, duh. 
I've been making bread long enough that I know the difference between all of it. Okay. Okay. Ladies. Hey, ladies. Don't forget to call 985-80-Jalen. Tell us who you think Jalen should pick with the number one pick in his extremely expensive fantasy league. And tomorrow... We it's have only, a show. It's only ten thousand dollars. So rich. It's it's annoying how rich you are. Can, break me off of some of that money. Let's make you less rich. You know what? We should do a challenge, a thirty day challenge where you live like a broke person for thirty days. I would love to do that, but I got a secret. I made too much bread to spend. <laughs> You're the best. We'll be back tomorrow. What's that? Guy? Done. We're not done. We're not done. My little guys, I love them. What it do, baby? Yeah.